0: This is Unfiltered, episode 41, for March 13th, 2013.
1: From Pacifica, this is Democracy Now!, Bradley Manning, in his own words, Today, we air a leaked audio recording of the imprisoned Army whistleblower who gave WikiLeaks hundreds of thousands of pages of classified documents. This is the first time his voice has been heard publicly since he was arrested nearly three years ago. This recording was surreptitious at his hearing last month, so listen carefully.
2: At first, I did not consider the video very special, as I had viewed countless other war porn type videos depicting combat. However, the recorded audio comments by the Air weapons team crew and the second engagement in the video of an unarmed bongo truck troubled me. It was clear to me that the event happened because the Air 11s team mistakenly identified lawyers' employees as a potential threat, and that the people in the bongo truck were really attempting to assist the wounded. The people in the van were not a threat, but merely good, sam- good Samaritans.
3: The most alarming aspect of the video's
2: meeting, however, was the seemingly delightful bloodlust the air weapons they had They appeared to have. They dehumanized the individuals they were engaging, and seemed to not value human life by referring to them as Quote, dead bastards, unquote, and congratulating each other on the ability to kill in, a large, in large numbers. At one point in the video, there's an individual on the ground attempting to crawl to safety. The individual is, is seriously wounded. Instead of calling for medical attention to the location, one of the aerial weapons team crew members verbally asked for the wounded person to pick up a weapon so that he can have a reason to engage. For me, this seems similar to a child torturing hands with a magnifying glass. It's all a big mess, and I'm left wondering what these things mean and how it all fits together, and it burdens me emotionally. On about 21 February 2010, I used the WLO submission form and uploaded the documents. The WLO released the video on 5 April 2010.
0: Coming up on this week's episode of Unfiltered. On Tuesday, the Freedom of the Press Foundation published leaked audio from Bradley Manning's courtroom testimony, allowing the world for the first time to hear the voice of the 25 year old Army private as he details leaking thousands of reports and cables to WikiLeaks. Then, U.S. intelligence officials just told a Senate hearing that cyber attacks and cyber espionage pose a greater potential danger to the U.S. national security than Al Qaeda and other terrorist groups. We go after these claims. Plus, big drone money gets serious, your feedback, and much, much more in this week's episode of Unfiltered. And welcome to Unfilter, episode 41 of Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show that's distracting you from all of that TV you shouldn't be watching. My name is Chris, and join us every single week is the always excellent Mr. Chase.
4: Hey, Chris. Hey, everybody. You know, I, I've been really distracted since uh, Saturday when I picked up my new set of wheels. <laughs> so so I, I've been really distracted with uh, seat warmers, <laughs> uh, automatic mirrors, and a moonroof. So, Ooh. Yes.
0: You have an ability to listen to podcasts in such vi- in said vehicle?
4: Yes, I have an iPod dock and everything. Nice.
0: Well, then that works out pretty well because we have the perfect commuter show today. Really? Uh, what kind of show would that be? Well, it's a show full of content that's distracting you from all that TV. You- I, I just covered that. <laughs> I just covered that. Actually, Rewind. Uh, you know what I wanted to say right off the top is that intro clip was pretty heavy and pretty hard to understand. It, it, typically, you know, we don't play something that long, and typically we don't play something... That ineligible isn't quite the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Of course. Right? It, but right. that was a that was a difficult call because obviously that's pretty historic. So this Tuesday, uh there was a reporter who was at uh Bradley Manning's testimony a month ago, and he was reading uh from a from some some from a paper he wrote, it took him about an hour to read it, and that was just an excerpt of his testimony, and of course, one of the reporters there was running was wearing a wire and then leaked that audio to the Freedom of the Press Foundation. Yep. Um, and uh, this clip gives us a little background about that.
3: A full audio recording of Bradley Manning telling a military court why he gave classified data to WikiLeaks has itself been leaked despite a court ban. Manning is heard accusing the US Army of not valuing human life in Iraq and comparing troops to children torturing ants with their magnifying glass. Uh, more on this now from RT's Tom Barton. Um, Tom, um, He did use very strong words, didn't he, Manning, when describing the material he gave to WikiLeaks. Uh, What exactly did he say? Hi there,
5: Andy. Yeah, he, he did. He used emotive language, especially as he worked through this. Over an hour of audio of his statement to the court describing his feelings, we've taken a couple of edited excerpts of that. One of them concerns this video uh, from the cockpit of an Apache attack helicopter over Iraq. The two pilots, very eager to engage a group of what turned out to be civilians on the ground, killing 12 of them, including two Reuters journalists. A van then comes to try and help those uh, shot in the first burst of firing, and the helicopter then engages that van uh, as well.
0: Now, our show today is really going to have a lot on uh, cybersecurity, CISPA, and uh, a lot of the things that are going on. I don't know if you heard in the news, uh, you know, Michelle Obama's uh, identity was hacked online. Oh, my God! No way! Uh, So we're going to dig into that, and, you know, that is a thread that this show has been following for a while, and we're going to connect a few dots in this week's episode, but I just wanted to spend a little bit of time at the top of the show just to sort of document this because uh, it is... It is, for me, personally interesting to hear Bradley Manning's own voice. Um, you know, he doesn't sound like some sort of freedom fighter who's trying to stick it to the man. He just sounds like a 25-year-old kid. Um, and I just wanted to play a little bit more of it, and then we'll move on.
2: Uh, I wrote this statement uh, in confinement, so I'll start uh, Following facts are provided in support of the Providence Inquiry for my court-martial, United States versus PFC, Bradley E. Manning. Personal facts. I am a 25-year-old... I first class in the United States Army. My primary military occupational specialty, or PMOS, is 35 Foxtrot, intelligence analyst. I entered my active duty status on 2 October 2007. And I enlisted with the hope of an, obtaining both real world experience
6: and earning benefits under the GI Bill for college
2: opportunities. My recruiter informed me that I should select an MOS that complemented my interests outside of the military. In response, I told him I was interested in geopolitical matters and information technology. He
0: suggested I consider becoming an intelligent
2: analyst. I just—I uh, uh, wrote the statement. Uh,
0: oh, don't need to loop it. I just—I uh, just thought we'd play a little bit of it. Um, I know this is a polarizing topic, and I know a lot of people have different opinions on what Bradley Manning did. Uh, but you know, hearing—hearing uh, um, hearing it from him has been—it uh, has sort of changed my hard stance I had on on him a little bit.
4: So, what was your hard stance before?
0: I—I um, I pretty much considered him to be fully in the wrong. Um, now, uh, you know, at a certain point I have to look at it, the human situation and if you don't, if the, the system has to have people in it who expose this and it, by doing some reading on it, you know, it looks like he tried to go the traditional New York times route. He tried to go to the, you know, standard big news organizations, tried to do a controlled leak. They just wouldn't even give him the time of day. Uh, and then he, uh, uploaded documents himself to the WikiLeaks website, Right and uh you know i think it's i think if anyone in the chat room could give me a specific on what harm he's caused other than embarrassing the u s and exposing some of these things i uh I'd be willing to listen to it, but right now i I think you know he's a twenty five year old kid and I could picture my son when he gets older if he ever went into service and then discovered how you know Bad things really are, and what we're really doing around the world. And, you know, what Manning City was attempting to do, and this one he didn't even know he was being recorded, he didn't know it was on record or anything like this. He said that, you know, he wanted to make people aware of what the U.S. government does around the world so that way we'd be asking ourselves, you know, do we support, as a country, do we support this counterterrorism program, and et cetera?
4: But is there a right or wrong way to do something like this? Is there is there a, a proper channel? Is WikiLeaks the answer? For that channel, was there no other outlet for him to go well, to? Well,
0: I mean, who's what's to say WikiLeaks? I mean, I think this is part of some sort of prejudice that we've built up over the years because it's not one of the, it's not CNN, it's not it's not NBC. Those, those all those all those places are corrupt. None of them are playing this audio right now because none of them want to even pretend like this case even exists because they've completely mismanaged all of the information that's come out in all of us. I mean, they haven't covered a ton of this stuff, and I think that kind of exposes why it couldn't have been them in the first place. Right, that's and true. you know the internet is is fantastic at creating new ways to destroy old ways of doing things that's true and i don't know i don't know it's a very difficult position to be in but i i i want to say after listening to a, to some of his clips and we have his uh, as much of the testimonies i could find linked in the show notes you guys can just go there and there's an embedded player available <clears throat> or you can download it yourself but it's pretty wild stuff you should all right, Chase, uh, before we get into really, uh, the really big military stuff and the CISPA stuff and the CIA increasing its presence, let's talk a little bit about something that could be threatening the U.S.'s already rocky relationship with Pakistan, and it sort of puts us in a bad spot with Iran.
3: Now, Pakistan could become a victim of the American sanctions, which are meant to target Iran's energy sector. Washington's threatening penalties following the launch of a joint Iranian Pakistani gas pipeline project on Monday. The deal will help to ease. Pakistan's energy crisis, but Washington's concerned it will also enable Iran to sell more gas and undermine U.S. sanctions against it. Well, Ahmad Qureshi uh, joins us now. He's the president of the lobbying group uh, PAC Nationalist Forum. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, right, so
0: let's pause right here. So what he just said, and sort of a hard way to follow, is uh, Pakistan and Iran are working together on an oil pipeline. Okay. And remember, there's a lot of sanctions against Iran right now. I thought it was a
4: gas pipeline. Well, I mean that 's what you you take the oil and natural you, gas
0: oh oh, it might be actually, yeah, that might be true yeah, so but okay here 's the point that i I want to focus in on is they have a lobbyist from Pakistan in studio, so I mean, what 's this guy going to say right of course he 's going to be for it oh, right Sure, yeah. right yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, but I, what, I, what i what I like the part of is I, the the interesting predicament it 's going to put the u s in because you know, we have this strange setup with Pakistan, where we talk out one side of our mouth and condemn certain things, and they condemn us, but then we're also paying them and droning people in well, Pakistan. look all the at the time. Ol-
4: look at the ultimate. Who who did we catch in uh, Pakistan? Right, right. Uh,
0: yeah, old uh, Obama Bin Laden. I mean, uh, 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 uh. oh, oh, it died right there. Oh, oh
4: wah, wah. so anyways,
0: the lobbyist basically, the lobbyist just said because. Uh, be we, we actually, one of the other problems we have is we kind of need to be able to travel through Pakistan to get things in and out of uh, the Middle East. So right. what we'll probably do is we'll make an exception and let Pakistan buy and sell uh, whatever it is, oil or natural gas. I didn't it catch. was natural gas. But uh, yeah. All right, Mr. Chase. I just thought that's kind of a little interesting dynamic that uh, people end up being put in there. So I wanted to cover that a little bit before it's we got Okay. Rolling. And I, I think that's probably one of those stories we'll just we'll just track for a little bit. Um, all right. Well, before we get into, uh, the meat of today's episode, which is going to be a really big show, uh, I wanted to stop and thank the two contributors we got since last week's episode.
4: Yeah. Now, two, we were hoping for a little more. Than well, that. I was hoping to pass our episode number because yeah. we were, we were at our episode or getting close to it, but that's okay. We still love all of you.
0: Yeah, and, you know, at first, actually, I'm actually feeling pretty good about it because I thought it was going to be none. And then both of these guys came in kind of at the 11th hour, like yesterday and today. We got the two donors. So I was like, oh, we got some. Like, I thought we were going to come on here and have none, and I was feeling really bummed about that. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so thank you to Andrew A. and Adam B. who signed up this week. But, Chase, we've also got an email from Steve.
4: That's right. Steve wrote in. He said, hey, Chris, Chase, I'm a longtime listener of Jupiter's broadcasting shows from the stowed days. Yesterday, I decided to subscribe to Unfilter, as I love the show. Although the content isn't local to me as a New Zealander, I find that it's good to keep informed to what's happening in the rest of the world, and the U.S. is a big player. (laughs) Your show is both informative and entertaining, and I hope it continues for a long time. Once I received the receipt of my subscription from PayPal, I noticed that for some reason, they excluded my name. Uh Uh-oh. I was listening to the show live today and heard that you had an anonymous subscriber. At a guess, that's me.
0: <laughs> Correct, sir.
4: Yes. I'm interested in the pre-show content that the subscribers get, and so I'm not sure how to access this. Another issue uh, that I used to have, an account at Jupiter Broadcasting's forums, but I've <coughs> forgotten my username and password. You might do, need a rat do, there. Do. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a pre-show clip.
4: Uh, I've re- tried to recover my password using the email address above, and <clears throat> the username is Revin... Re- Raven Tiger. Uh but it fails. Can you please help me? Uh, All right. Many thanks. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. Steve. So
0: Steve, thanks for uh thanks for uh you know uh, contributing to the show. We really appreciate that and uh you will get an email tonight with uh, a link to download the Subscribers Supporters Show, and it will include probably about 20, 30 minutes. Uh, last week was about 45 minutes of additional clips that just can't fit in the show. There's just too many clips. There's so much. They're really good stuff, and a lot of times there's stuff that builds on what we cover in this episode. So after the episode of Unfilter, if you find yourself wanting more show uh Go check your inbox if you're an unfiltered supporter because Absolutely. you get it. And uh, so to a second question, um, I am murdering our form with a burning passion. I have machine guns. I mean, I am going like crazy. I've, watched, I've played way too many video games, and now I'm going after our forms. Yeah. So your account's not going to work for a while. However, uh, we, uh, we do have a uh, Jupiter Colony Google Plus community. If you go over to the Google Plus and search for Jupiter Colony, you'll find a community. And there's an unfiltered section over there. That's a great way to talk back to us if you're not on the subreddit over at unfiltered.reddit.com. But that's also another forum where you can uh, chat with us and tell us what's up. Now, Chase. Yes, sir because we didn't very we didn't get a very good showing and i would like to get as many subscribers as we have episode numbers
4: are you are you saying chris that there might be a an easier opportunity for people to get involved. I'm
0: a businessman, Chase, and when sales are down, I gotta do what every good businessman does. I'm gonna lower the rates. You gotta for clear a out bit. the inventory. The crazy Chris is lowering the price for oh a little my, while. How crazy are you gonna be, Chris? Not ten dollars, Chase. Not, what? A, not not even nine dollars, oh Chase. Oh my god,
4: how much? If how you, much?
0: If you sign up for a limited time, so we can yeah. get just a few more subscribers. Whatever right. comes first, forty two subscribers uh-huh. or next week's episode. Okay, all right. Whatever comes well, wait, whatever comes last. Wait, hmm. here's what I'm gonna do. I'll guarantee I'll keep it open until next week's episode.
4: Okay, all right. But if but, we, but, but, but how much, Chris? Seven ninety nine a month. What? No, come on.
0: We're gonna lower the thirteen thirty three price for you supporters, you investors, for probably one week only, uh, to seven ninety nine to see if we can get a few more people in who couldn't afford the thirteen thirty three. You know, I started thinking about. You're crazy. Well, I am crazy because You're crazy. One of the complaints we've got is thirteen dollars and thirty three cents a month to support the show is too much money. And then I realized. You pay so much more money than that for your stupid TV service that makes you dumb and makes you believe the propaganda that we are specifically unfiltering. You pay so much more for that. And you pay a lot for going out to eat. uh, And the problem is, is this mass-produced junk content that is distributed to millions that just sit there with their brains attached to the bright box they are deferring the cost because there's so many of them. So you guys don't realize the actual cost of producing content because you're having it shovel-fed to you by the manufacturing industry that is the media. Whereas we're actually hand-crafting this content. As ridiculous as that sounds, is actually an apt analogy. This is sort of artisan shows here where we're building them brick by brick. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's why it's $13.33 because if we can get 133 of you, then we will finance a single day Yes. One single day of production of this show. That won't even cover our nut completely, but it at least won't make this show a complete profit loss. You know, it'll be, hopefully get close to breaking even. So we need more people. And for one week only, in the show notes, you will find a link for seven ninety nine subscriptions. Boom! 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 It's not going to help us get to our goals fast, I'll be honest. But That's it, all right. you know what? I, I also, just as a business person, can't sit here and let but, the show continue to bleed. So. But
4: you've got you to get let people uh, a chance to get involved at a lower stage.
0: Pow. Pow. All right, Chase, let's talk about something that's been a favorite topic of ours. We've covered this for a while, uh, the increasing militarization of the CIA. Oh, my God. They're essentially becoming a- another branch of the armed services. And good news, they're getting another shot in the arm.
1: The CIA is reportedly increasing its operations inside Iraq. According to the Wall Street Journal, CIA operatives are replacing U.S. military forces and working with Iraq's counterterrorism service. The purported aim is to help fight al-Qaeda in Iraq and prevent a spillover from Syria's internal conflict. The CIA's role in the Middle East appears to be expanding overall. The agency is operating a drone base in Saudi Arabia and training Syrian rebels in Jordan.
0: Yeah, this is really uh, so it's a couple of things. It's about keeping Iraq from falling apart. In fact, some of these CIA op guys will just work For the Iraqi government. They won't be taking their orders from us. They'll be taking their orders from Iraqi officials. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure we could still call them like, hey, don't do that. But that's actually how the arrangement is going to be. But what this is is even more about really is it's about keeping the three borders uh, by Syria sort of under control and monitored, making sure there's not these spillovers and all this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of things in play here. Interestingly enough, people have also said that uh, weapons that were stashed in Libya and, and you know, Benghazi yeah. and uh, places like that have been filtered into Syria via the CIA officials around the Syrian border. So they could also be sort of participating in sort of the arms funneling that's going on to the rebels.
4: Is this kind of like a bait and switch for us Americans? Because, you know, we think we're, we're pulling out, we're getting out of the Middle East. And all of a sudden there's more CIA guys going more in contractors, there. more contractors, yeah. more drones. Yeah. Uh you know, it's you know a what it is? press bait and switch.
0: What is It's this? a spin down of the traditional uh America approach. With the, with the physical boots on the ground and a spin-up of the intelligence-driven, militarized intelligence-driven, drone-backed approach that we now seem to have, yeah. where we think we can spread out even more because we're using technology. Technology. Yeah. Speaking of... We're just moving right along because I'm just dying to get to the cyber stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, speaking of the cyber stuff, wow, did this blow up this week. Obviously, we've been following the, the cyber threats forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've been really following the story since it began. So this has really, really kind of been... Something to watch it progress. Here's where, here's where we landed this week, Monday. NBC rolls out this report.
7: In our news of this day back home, the nation's intelligence agencies told Congress today that cyber attacks and espionage have now moved ahead of terrorism what? as the top threat Americans now face. What? You like that? What? So 1st first, first, first
4: you're allowing knives through airport security. <laughs> and now... And now, <laughs> you're right over there. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and now, terrorism is now a number two on the top three. I mean, come on. Uh, Cyber terrorism is a bigger threat than Al-Qaeda.
0: A bigger well, threat right, than remember, Al-Qaeda.
4: Al-Qaeda's network of affiliates right. and stations all, right. all over the globe. And supporters. And supporters yeah. are, are diminishing. Yeah.
7: And so we need to have a new shift of fear. Though they hasten to add, no catastrophic attack is thought to be imminent. Oh. Much of the concern oh. involves China, as you may know. That nation's military has been accused of hacking
4: in attacks. That building
0: got to slip the China in there. You it's slip it's slip almost like if we had a bingo card of like cyber attack no, stuff.
4: No, 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 no. You're, you're thinking too old here, okay. too mature. What do we need? Drinking game? Yeah, <laughs> we, we
0: totally need like a cyber war drinking game. Right? Cyber war drinking game. So with cyber cyber China attack would be like two shots. Or, I mean, I don't know. We get plastered.
7: No, no. That's I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. You have a shot. One it's shot. A range of American industries. The Pentagon's now forming more than a dozen different teams to guard this nation in cyberspace.
0: That is a huge, huge bombshell that, uh, that old uh, uh, Ryan Williams, Williams just drops in there. And we'll come back to that little. Slips it in golden nugget here in a minute but uh let's jump over to cnn because you know one of the things we like to do on the Unfilter program is we'll pull in a lot of the different news sources and then sort of do a meta-analysis of what everybody's saying right right
8: from the nation's power grid to online banking the u.s economy is utterly reliant on the internet oh the pentagon is now watching the cyber threat to the economy every minute
0: Anybody guess who, uh, who that is? Anybody guess who that is? I don't know.
1: We've seen the attacks on Wall Street over the last six months grow significantly. Over 140 of those attacks over the last six months.
8: In the face of growing cyber attacks, many from China, President Obama <laughs> recently signed an executive order to improve cybersecurity.
9: We cannot look back years from now no. and wonder why we did nothing in the face of real threats to our security and our economy.
8: A yes. recent investigation even pinpointed this building in China. Ah, the that building. The house is part of a sh-
0: I know, take another shot.
8: ...a Chinese military unit responsible for thousands of...
0: Now, uh, who that was was just given away by the way she said military. We'll ask the chat room in a minute. But chat room, see if you can place who it is that's talking. The
7: gal.
8: ...hacks into American business and government agencies.
7: China's massive campaign to steal technology... Business practices, intellectual property, and business strategies through cyberspace continues, and it continues relentlessly.
8: For the first time, the president's national security advisor saying cyber attacks are now the number one U.S. issue with the Chinese government. Number one. Beijing
6: takes serious steps to investigate and put a stop to these activities.
8: The administration's new strategy yes. to deal with it all? Overcome privacy issues and share more information about attacks between government and business.
0: Oh, overcome privacy issues. I wonder what that means. All right, let's uh, roll the uh, chat room here, Chase. Did anybody in the chat room guess who it
4: was? No, no. No, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, Hammy says candy. That's not candy. Candy
0: Crawley, that's a good guess. That's uh, not candy. No, right network. Right network. Yeah. We'll give it one more spin here. Uh, Linux King says Carl Levin, but uh, it was a, <laughs> that was one of the Lindsay, dudes. Yeah. Lindsey Graham? Nope, not Lindsey Graham either. Although sometimes Lindsey Graham. And it's a bit not a Aaron
4: Burnett because I know that oh, voice. Oh no,
0: yeah, Aaron. Uh, besides Aaron Burnett, she's always on here talking about chicken. I
1: love chicken.
4: She loves chicken.
0: it. Uh, was Barbara Starr? She's the uh. Uh, you know military Pentagon correspondent for CNN. Uh, now, did you notice she mentioned they just have to overcome privacy issues and things like that?
4: It's a minor thing, Chris. You got to realize. When the security of America is at stake here, you know, we have to do whatever we can. Whatever. Now and, and if you're not doing anything wrong, I mean, what do you have to hide? Nothing.
0: I got well, nothing. And I gotta tell you, the only problem is, you know, I hear I hear what Barbara's saying and I hear what Brian's saying yeah. is cyber is real scary. You
4: have to be afraid of China. I'm not
0: afraid right now. Do you think maybe we could make me afraid? Well, can we know, can we try to like Maybe what we can do... I got do. an idea. Okay. I got an idea. All right.
4: What we can do is we can bring up, um, I don't know, celebrities. Okay. And we can, uh, I don't know, talk about how maybe the, their accounts got hacked. Whoa. I mean, if uh, it could happen
0: to them, it could happen to me. Right,
4: like Twitters or Facebooks or <gasps> emails. I mean, if we if we made it personalized wow. for you. Wow. Gosh, what, what do you... Then I think you would be affected.
10: New tonight, police say hackers have posted what appears to be financial details and other private information about some of the most powerful, famous people in the world. Whoa. At least 11 people were targeted, including Vice President Joe Biden and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Social security numbers for actor Mel Gibson and rapper Jay-Z were also put up for all to see. It's unclear why these people were targeted. The FBI says they are aware of the site but so far have not started an oh, investigation. Wow. You
4: know why they haven't started uh, an investigation? <laughs> <laughs> why, Chase? Conspiracy bacon. <laughs> oh, okay, Chase. All right, here let me uh,
0: let me throw out the I got a fresh thing of bacon right here for you.
4: You know what? You know why? You know why they they haven't started an investigation? Uh,
0: I'm thinking maybe because hmm Come maybe on. they're too busy trying to fry bacon? Because they're the ones
4: doing it. Oh,
11: that is a conspiracy. <laughs> that's a conspiracy.
12: <laughs> Ooh, that's,
0: that's pretty crunchy bacon there, Chase. I know. That's really,
4: well, you know, remember, uh, part of my presidency, Chris, is, you know. Oh, that's trying, right. The bacon platform. Uh, the bacon platform and getting the Department of Bacon... Created Right. Uh, I know I can't create it myself, but I can encourage that growth.
0: Maybe – we probably don't want to call it socialized bacon. Maybe we'll call it bacon <laughs> care. Maybe we can call it bacon <laughs> care, okay? <laughs> we'll get bacon care plans. Bacon
4: care. Uh, all right. Uh. So
0: now now I'm worried because I'm thinking maybe hackers could get now me. Now
4: remember, Chris, we just heard they're going at – Celebrities. Celebrities. Right. You have a Twitter, Chris, right? I'm
12: probably not safe. You have, Are have worried about losing your social security yes, number? Absolutely, because anyone can.
4: Yeah. Wait, 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 Look wait, wait. wait. Is this an is, is this an advertisement for LifeLock? <laughs> I, it should be. <laughs>
0: this is no. This is RT scaring us. This is just them. us listen to how they take the recent celebrity "quote unquote" yeah. hacks "quote yeah. unquote" yeah. and then try to. I mean, you listen to this clip and you tell me, but to me, it just sounds like they're trying to scare the crap out of us.
12: Obama. In an alarming security breach, hackers posted social security numbers, mortgage amounts, credit card info, co- car loans, banking I'm information. how oh, she's horrible. Potentially embarrassing credit facts of major public figures, including the first lady and vice president, Joe Biden, rapper Jay-Z and Mel Gibson. The information matches. right Wait, record-
4: wait, one more thing. Who cares about Mel Gibson? Isn't he like the guy who was the anti-Semite who, who said really, you know, really bad I, I, things I, it's and, and be to his about, ex-wife? It's got to
0: be just about celebrity recognition factor, I guess.
4: Who? I mean, God, man, Mel Gibson, you you would think they would find a better celebrity to pull out of the hat. Maybe, maybe he's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Red Book. Maybe Red got, Book time. All right, all right. I okay. go, I got it. In the next year, Mel Gibson will N- be back with a new movie.
0: Like a new yeah. hack movie, maybe even? Like a cyber war maybe, movie? Or maybe, just, you want to j- go that just
4: far? New, no, I won't get that specific. But, okay. you know, he's been out of, the, out of the entertainment world for a while. <laughs> he hasn't done anything lately. His name has now just been dropped on the news, very interestingly. Yep, yep. So I would say in the next year, Mel Gibson is back.
0: Mel's back in Mel's a year. Mel's back. Mel's back in a year. I got it.
4: All right, you know I'm going to go far-fetched. Okay. He's back. Lethal Weapon.
0: Really? Yep. You want me to actually write Lethal Weapon down, or do you want me to say movie?
4: Nah, Lethal Weapon. Do it. Jeez,
0: all right. I'm putting it in there. You know what I was actually thinking about today would be really fun, is uh, if if for episode 100 we just replay through uh, the red book and just kind of own up to how we do. Wouldn't that be cool (laughs) for episode 300? All right, so I'm writing it in there for 300 or
4: 100? Oh, 100. Actually, for 100, I think we, we, we need to show our faces.
0: Oh yeah, I think I need... think people have seen him before.
4: Oh, I know, but I mean, I think we need to dress up. We'll make it pro.
0: Oh, we should do it. Oh, well, let's talk about
4: that. No, that better, all right, there. so uh, <laughs> we're thinking, let's on uh, let's
0: uh, have her. Uh, She's she got to. We gotta get more scared. So we got Mel Gibson. We okay. got Jay Z. you databases
12: like, and appears to be authentic. Through this, we've learned rapper Jay Z has an American Express card with two hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars in charges on it, nice. and the fact that his cable bill went into collections for non-payment. We also learned-
4: I know he's busy. He's he, he, he's busy having a baby. He's just got to brush his shoulders off.
12: Michelle Obama had a personal line of credit for $800 at Banana Republic. Oh,
0: Michelle Obama's got a Banana Republic. Okay, all right, okay. That's, that's great. Okay.
12: Until 2003, Anne was very near charged to its limit. Or that Kim Kardashian had a mortgage payment of $26,000 a month.
4: Bam. <laughs> well, she also has a very expensive house.
12: Now it's easy to learn who has a gambling addiction or a medical problem.
4: I like how she's just throwing these in there. Like but you know what? But, like, listen how she
0: talks. And, I know. And they have a medical now problem. It's, now it's really easy, and they can spy on you. Like, snap it.
4: You know, that's just, just out there. <sighs> is this OMG Insider? Is this where you pulled this
0: clip from? <laughs> this is from Russia Today. This is... <laughs> this she is, must
4: be looking really good. And,
0: you know, I just think it's interesting because I always am curious what Russia Today's motive is. Because... They're financed by the Russian government. You got to figure they got an angle. And they're really pushing the cyber stuff. They're really spooking people.
12: It's all in black and white on the credit card bill for the entire world to see. Yesterday, we told you that data mining companies are gathering your information to sell in the open market. In this way, celebrities are just like you. They find out their personal information is just as vulnerable to hacking and selling as the rest of us.
0: So There you go. Celebrities are just like you. We're all hack. We're all vulnerable. Now, every network's got to get a piece of this, right? Every network's got to get in there. Boy,
4: that was Russia Today, right? Yeah. All right. So next one, what does CNN back out? Or Fox? No, well, Fox.
0: We've got, we've, got, we've got an ABC, CNN, and NBC coming up. Fox didn't really contribute anything too out of they the They can't ordinary.
4: scare the old people enough. That's the problem. The
0: old people just don't get it.
4: <laughs> That's true. They don't
0: understand. Yeah, so they don't cover it too heavily.
5: That's true. ABC's George Stephanopoulos sat down with President Obama today for an exclusive interview. The exclusive. president opening up about a story in the news that has touched him and his family. That background
0: noise is uh, Diane uh, as sober as I have ever seen her. I mean, she's looking like she probably hasn't even popped a pill for at least 24 hours. And she's sitting like uh, in front of the, I don't know, the Pope or something. She's out on location.
5: The First Lady, along with other familiar names, appear to be the victims of a hack attack. Ooh, hack attack. Senior what Justice hack attack? It's a hack attack?
4: What? Was there a video associated with this clip?
5: Mm. Of course. Oh there yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah.
4: Uh, did you did you see it? Did you watch it? The hack attack. Was is... there a logo? Was there no, a hack attack it, logo? Uh,
0: there will be. So when they hear when you hear the transition, there's a hack attack uh, like words that come up. But because they're on location, they didn't like have like super overdone uh, visuals. Too bad. And Diane's looking good. I mean, she, best I've seen and her she, look. Well, she's off the pills from the
5: from the presidents at inauguration. Crystal right? clear eyes. Crystal clear eyes. Looking yeah. real sharp. Just yeah. correspondent Pierre Thomas has been tracking this story all day. first brings us the latest.
7: Hello.
6: Right this sinister-looking website is posting what hacked sinister-looking website? Sinister.
4: Too.
0: It's a it's a it's a black website with a picture of a girl on it and red text. I was text. gonna
4: say it doesn't look like Jupiter Broadcasting, right?
0: No, that's that's uh, what well, that wouldn't be sinister. That would be deviant, mm, scary, scary, mm, <laughs> aggressive. Mm, <laughs> I don't to, know. Go to your thesaurus. I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, yeah, I, you know. I, some sort of hyperbole. I that, love I
4: love how they like make things like like that are cyber and evil. So like. Oh, my God, this is so wrong, right. so
6: edgy. Made by people in dungeons. <laughs> ...claim is the social security number and credit report of the first lady. Oh! The FBI and Secret Service are investigating, and today in an exclusive interview oh, with exclusive. ABC's George Stephanopoulos, President Obama would not say if the information is authentic, but confirmed authorities are trying to find out what happened.
7: We should not be surprised that if you've got hackers who want to dig in and devote a lot
0: I like this dig in I, they the, 're sitting in their
4: dungeons in. Uh, the, dig in I think that 's well, you'll, good you 'll you'll, you'll see you'll With see the blackout curtains. You, you see Chris, you know you know sitting in the dungeons, you have these kids that are playing violent video games they 're going to dig in and, and what they 're digging in, and what 's going on here, Chris is they 're they're, 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 they're looking in hello at, <laughs> at, 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 at at the stuff online you see that 's kind
0: of what he says because they actually they, they, they edited
11: him very heavily
7: resources um, that they can access people's private information. It, it is a big problem.
11: Right into the White House. And
7: uh, again, I can't, I'm can't. i not uh, confirming uh, that that's what happened. You've got websites out there right now that sell people's credit cards
13: that what? have been stolen. Michelle what? Obama what? is
6: not the only potential victim. Oh, Those targeted are a curious mix of the powerful and famous. Vice President Biden. Not the rich and famous. Powerful? Rich is a bad word now. Right?
4: Powerful? Wait. Bill Gibson is not powerful. We don't
0: we don't want to talk about the fact that wealth distribution is so so poor so poor off. Ha 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 ha. get it? Oh god we're just gonna call them the powerful, not the rich. Uh,
6: Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Beyonce, Kim Kardashian the FBI director, and L.A.'s police chief. Oh, wait,
4: I, I love, love that we, I mean, we don't mention
6: their names. I know. I,
0: we we <laughs> live in a world where Kim Kardashian and Beyonce get name-dropped, but the, the head of the L.A. Police Department and the director of the FBI, not worth the name. Yeah, this
4: is what they go, Beyonce, Jay-Z... Neil Clark. You
6: know, it's like, who's that? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Tonight, Equifax, a credit reporting agency, confirmed that unauthorized and fraudulent access occurred involving four high-profile people, What? but they declined to identify them. Law enforcement officials are trying to determine how much of the information on the website is authentic and how it might have been obtained. Pierre Thomas, ABC News, Washington.
0: Thanks, Pierre. So, you know, I'm hearing this and I'm starting to think, gosh, this doesn't really sound like a hack. No. This sounds like they just collected a bunch of information and posted it in one spot, right? Right. So I'm starting to dig around a little bit. I'm starting to have my suspicions, and I noticed Kevin Mitnick swings by CNN. Oh yeah, the yeah.
4: security expert, yeah, you know, the hacker that was in he prison was, for a long period. He of time. was
0: rolled out at another network too, and I didn't grab the clip from there. But this one's this one's pretty good, and you know, CNN they always like to take the story a little bit further. Right. Kevin
2: Mitnick is a former computer hacker. Joins me now, and so Kevin, we wanted to take this story one step further here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, one step further. Let me just say further? this: public records. But what I did for this segment. Uh, uh-huh. give you permission uh-huh. with my first, middle, and last name to see what information you can dig up on me online. All right, so,
4: so what I did is I took your name and put it into the computer to see what happens, and I put it on all three major search engines, and I was able to find out that you have a Facebook profile that is locked.
2: <laughs> and, uh, dare I close. ask without giving away? <laughs> right. tell me
0: what-
9: well, I mean, you found a lot more, but it's yeah. essentially how the segment
0: goes. Yeah.
2: Which found.
9: Well, I found your social security number, your date of birth, your cell phone numbers, the addresses that you lived at since. um, Let me see. Since two. Since
0: now,
4: did he go to Intellius?
0: (laughs) So I'm listening to Midnick. I'm going. He found these. Okay. Now, Midnick. You know, mass respect for his past, but he's not really super savvy current anymore. He's got a lot of great concepts and practices yeah, and yeah. social engineering, but he's not super savvy more. than like, so Minnick did this, huh? Now listen, listen to her reactions
9: as he starts listing this stuff off. It's so, they're like just so mismatched. It's 1998, every address oh, wow. and every phone number at that oh, address. Wow. Okay. And really, as uh-huh. Scott McNeely once said, oh, the, I guess the uh, drop CEO only of Sun slow. Microsystems, uh-huh. you have no privacy. Get over it. Yeah. And <laughs> Clearly not.
2: No, <laughs> I found my social. <laughs> my social. I found
9: your social. It took all about one minute. There's databases on the Internet that information brokers use and private investigators use. And to do these types of searches costs from 25 cents to a dollar. And anyone can get this information about anyone. Cents. It's he going? really the milk is spilt.
0: The milk is spilt and there's no putting it back in. Now I'm thinking, I, okay, that Mitnick discussion sounds like all of this was, was like one of those, become a private researcher and, you know, look up somebody's past. Yeah. I, I've tried these out just for fun before. So I did a little digging and I found NBC's report, which actually seemed to have some of the best nuggets of information, I guess.
11: The website posts what appear to be their social security numbers, addresses, and phone numbers, and in some cases, what look like their actual credit reports, where the other information appears to come from. The credit report is the key to everything. If a bad guy has your credit report, he can commit almost any kind of identity theft. Some of the data is the kind that can be bought online from commercially available websites, once a social security number and date of birth are known. Among other victims, Al Gore, Sarah Palin, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Name and drop. singer Beyonce. Name mm-hmm. drop. The data company Equifax says at
0: least they all all these reports. In the fact. Um, I cut out in a few spots. I think I cut this NBC report short to cut out a few of the name drops. I was like the second round of
11: name drops. At least some of their stolen information appears to come from what it called fraudulent and unauthorized access to the annual com website, set up to let consumers see their own credit reports once a year for free. Behind this website is data below I've used this service before, so I'm like, crap. ...to 200 million Americans. So even if people never visit the website... Criminals can break in and access any one of their credit reports. The data thieves apparently knew enough about their targets to answer the personal questions required to get access to the credit reports. And there
0: it is. So they knew Michelle Obama's mother's maiden name, they knew Beyonce's pet's name, whatever it was. And they. This is social engineering. They accessed their free creditreport.com accounts. This is hacking? No. And it was on every news outlet, hacking, hacking,
7: hacking, hack attacks. And remember, we started with NBC, right? The, the biggest story of the homeland this week. our news of this day back home, the nation's intelligence agencies told Congress today that cyber attacks and espionage have now moved ahead of terrorism as the top threat Americans. Right. Screw knives on airplanes. Right. So
4: screw it. Obviously,
0: it's no coincidence that that comes out, and then you have this series of reports that are way over dramatizing wow. what actually happened well go figure go figure there's a little there's a little bit of behind the scenes what's really going on here there's a there's a deeper there's a deeper story as it turns out. CISPA is on its way back up. Oh, People are working on CISPA again. Yes, yes, and there were yes. hearings
13: up on the Hill today
0: about cybersecurity. we we'll
13: begin on Capitol Hill, where hearings were held today on the issues of cybersecurity and transparency. The Obama administration has placed cybersecurity on the top of the agenda, but there is a heated debate over how to tackle the issue while protecting citizens' privacy. And when it comes to transparency, the Obama administration So
0: privacy is a loaded word because what privacy is really about is CISPA. CISPA is all about private companies sharing cyber threat information with the federal government and being indemnified for anything they might share. So if they share something and that batch of data they includes 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 a login for one of your websites that you use or includes all of your email or all of your web browsing history because they need to know what everyone in the area of Marysville was doing. There, there's no recourse you will ever have as a citizen there's no oh, you, you can never go to your ISP and say I didn't want you to do that they are indemnified yep. just like the telcos are indemnified for spying on all of our phone calls they want to do this to the ISPs now that's what this is about this is about indemnifying the ISPs and but all Chris, the other
4: companies but Chris meme conspiracy-ish they're doing this already right? <laughs> well, <laughs> probably but you gotta
0: just like they were already doing the wiretapping before they had the legal framework in place to actually do it they're, already, they're probably yeah. already doing this before they have a legal framework so, so okay now this is starting to make sense Administration
13: has vowed to be more open, but from the secret drone campaigns to cracking down on whistleblowers, some question just how transparent the administration really is. For more on the developments on Capitol Hill today, I'm joined now by RT producer Adriano Cerro and RT correspondent Megan Lopez. All
0: right, this is going to get a little meaty and a little slow, but this just happened, these cyber hearings, and they're going to kind of give us a little overview of what was covered in these hearings. So instead of playing through two, three hours worth of clips, we're just going to listen to their summary.
13: As Welcome, ladies. So uh, I'm going to start off with you, Adriana, because uh, you were at this cybersecurity hearing today. And of course, it is becoming more of a priority these days. What did lawmakers target as the biggest cyber threats that face the US today?
14: You know, Liz, it was interesting. Um, there was sort of, uh, I mean, we're all used to hearing the same old rhetoric of uh, uh, certain state actors that are behind many of the attacks that are now, uh, you know, currently uh, affecting the US. However, uh, in this case, it was interesting. This, that was kind of dialed down. Um, in this uh, hearing, per se, what we were talking about or seeing more so was um, state actors versus domestic uh, actors so in other words the department of justice was actually warning against uh local threats uh much more than those abroad so, so
0: am i reading this right when she says yeah. local threats she means like she means like citizens <laughs>
14: <laughs> right. Yeah. Who else would she be referring I to? I think she
0: means citizens. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got to monitor citizens. Okay.
14: So um, it was sort of uh, interesting to see that it was sort of like a, a change of the script in that regard. So it was very, very interesting. They still want to be able to keep those accountable that make all this trouble, but also uh, protect us in the in the process.
13: Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I want to play because I yeah. understand that you spoke to uh, Mr. Orrin Kerr, a uh... law professor from Georgetown University. One <laughs> um, wanna... of Vocal Fry. Uh... Uh, take a listen to what he had to say, and we'll uh, weigh in on it right after. Mm-hmm.
1: Then the government, they think, well, we trust us. We will do a
0: good job exercising <laughs> the discretion. The problem is those of us on the outside don't have that uh,
11: assurance that they're actually going to exercise right. their discretion wi- uh, wisely. And you never know. One administration is going to be replaced by another administration, and there are lots of different federal prosecutors out there, and we don't want to give tools to any one prosecutor that that person should not have.
13: OK, so going along with what Mr. Carr was saying there, uh, can you talk about th- this fear of cyber legislation kind of going too far and possibly? Well, who would
14: be afraid of that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I have nothing to hide. No, is. I do no.
13: Probably no. giving too
14: much power to prosecutors. I mean, that was sort of the, the entire feeling throughout the hearing. It was, uh, you know, they're talking about that measured approach. And a lot of legislators were worried that... Uh, our existing laws are already broad enough that in order, you know, having to uh, introduce different types of legislation might not be the answer. The answer might be to just limit and narrow the scope of the things that already exist. So that includes the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. That includes all the different uh, types of legislation that already exist now and try to work within the parameters that already exist. So that was very interesting to hear.
0: Uh, Between the lines I'm reading, we already have all of the legal stuff In place if we just apply a few tweaks we've got it we don't need right. this new stuff
14: yeah
0: i could be wrong but that's what i was picking up from there um now this of course also hot on the heels uh the next thing they followed up with a report on the expansion of the pentagon's plans for cyber military
13: we were just talking about cybersecurity moments ago, and General Keith Alexander is the man that leads the U.S. Cyber Command and the National Security Agency. And just yesterday, he told the U.S. Armed Services Committee that by 2015, 40 online support teams will be ready for action. 13 of those units will be designed or, or designated, rather, to attack other countries. You hear that? This, after <laughs> a highly publicized cybersecurity. We have
0: 13 wow. units by 2015. With their intention is to be ready to attack other countries. Okay, okay. Cool.
4: Hey, well, it prevents having boots on the ground, Chris. Right. This is to keep our men and women safe. Yeah.
13: For attacks on American companies safe. and military computers. Oh, so Cyber. you might
0: notice if you're news savvy that we've played a lot of Russia Today clips. Now, the reason for that is because... Uh, well, because
4: why? No one's talking about it, Chris?
0: Right. We're talking about leaked Manning uh, testimony. We're talking about CIA... Actually, the CIA increases was Democracy Now!, uh, all of these things we're talking about, with the exception of some of the cyber stuff, the U.S. media is just completely ignoring this week, and instead they're running with the Pope stories. You know what they're really is what really is kind of consuming the, the news cycle. Are you
4: saying that they're running the distraction stories, Chris? Yeah, don't
2: know
0: I Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. You don't really need lab, as much Pope coverage as they well. Have given. I mean, yeah, they
6: Pope, this has been well they got documented.
4: Smoke live cams. This is, I mean, oh God, <laughs> this has been well documented that you know. The media, they, they run this fine balance, especially when they're embedded with governments mm-hmm. and embedded in the White House, that if they report things in a certain way, yeah. they can lose access. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and they're walking a line between journalism and being uh, appeasing. Well,
0: and you know what I thought was interesting? Uh, so in the ABC clip where uh, uh, George sets, sits down with Obama in that exclusive interview. Very exclusive. Yeah, Obama won't actually say Michelle's stuff has been compromised. No. He says, I, 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 I can't confirm that. That's what he says. Right. Now, if this is about uh, the fact that uh, there's reportedly right now a uh, 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 100 um, detainees in Guantanamo that are on a five-week hunger strike right now. Nobody's talking about that. I don't have any clips of that. Right? So they could ask Obama about that when George is sitting down there and saying, hey, you know, you were supposed to close Guantanamo. Are
4: more important. You don't understand how the system is supposed to work. What's
0: super funny is the administration is about to go out and go on the international stage and talk about how. We are, like, making these strives in uh, human rights. Yeah, and, yeah. and here we have this hunger strike going on. Nobody's talking about it. It's ridiculous. But instead, they are talking about this cyber stuff. They are running the flag up. They're trying to scare everybody about this cyber stuff. And this is all about reducing boots on the ground, reducing traditional military expenses, but keeping that machine fed, keeping oh, that monster going. And the problem is, is they're getting on our turf. They're getting in the Internet. They're going to start mucking stuff up. They're going to start screwing up the web. And they're going to industrialize it. And yeah. this is, I mean, we're. I mean, there's no coincidence that these hearings are going on this week. And by the way, uh, the uh, there's going to be a, a big a get out and stop CISPA uh, effort that the uh, uh, um, EFI who's e- EFF EFF is putting right EFI, <laughs> not the not the boot firmware, not the boot firmware. Yeah. Uh, the EFF is putting out for next week because the hearings are going to continue next week. So Monday they have like a bunch of people getting together, go out there and try to you know. Uh, Contact the representatives and generate some interest. So about who's this. sponsoring this bill? I don't know. I think it's sitting. In, it was sitting in a House committee or something. Why right.
4: is it even back? I mean, this is crap. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a real problem, Chase. Because
4: it. you know what? This is you know why it's back because this is you guys open your freaking eyes here for a minute. This is what's going on. You have all the news agencies that are pushing the celebrity cyber, you know, hacking crap, mm-hmm. and now they've laid the foundation. They're trying to build a house, and the house they're building is CISPA, yep. because they have the entertainment companies and yeah. they have the private, they have private groups that, you know, what they want this government protection if this thing's yeah. going to go through.
0: And you think, do you think like, you know, the government plays a long game? the government the, Fed, oh, the federal yeah. government plays a real long game and i think they see an opportunity to build some industry here and if they wait too long is it possible the general populace will become more educated about how the internet works about how this oh, technology sure, works absolutely. and they won't buy it but we still have enough people that are scared of the cyber threat that they can
4: push this stuff. So now they have to push, and I know this is a conspiracy-ish, but they got to push the celebrity angle. They have to lay the foundation that way to say, well, man, maybe if we can get people like Michelle Obama – so let's bring that up.
0: Well, and they do it at all layers. You got you got the experts out there like Kevin Mitnick who have geek cred, and they're like, oh, shit, if Kevin Mitnick's saying it, right? And then you have Beyonce out there scaring all of the, the dumbasses who are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars Falling to get her fed on Twitter. from the chat box, right? right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, Beyonce? So like they're doing this multi-spectrum fear approach about it all. And in reality, all that happened is some Russian guys went through and collected all of the information by figuring out Beyonce's mother's middle name or whatever the secret question was, and they just consolidated everything on one page it's, it's, that's all that has social
4: engineering yeah that's all it is and and uh it's anyway. not a hack it's not like they cracked into systems using um, modems and, and hacking lines of code that you would see on a freaking movie or something it's, it, this is not how it happened i want to uh i want to
0: uh 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 talk a little bit about i don't have a clip for it but i want to talk a little bit about this uh Drone uh, situations going on here in Washington State. Now, remember, we, we covered the story. We we'll
4: talked about Seattle, how they were dropping the drone program.
0: Yep, and they weren't going to use it the, with the police force. They weren't right. going to be using the drones. And Well, we
4: did play a clip, I believe oh, from it was the last lobbyist. week, from the lobbyists. Right.
0: So, uh, so continuing on that thread, uh, Boeing has sort of stepped up and started pushing back and saying, you know, this drone lobby could hire uh, could bring a lot of jobs to your Washington State here, Absolutely. Governor Absolutely. And so uh Boeing's kind of saying, "Hey, you know those regulations about privacy? You want to put a plate in place on drones? Let's take another look at those." And they're kind of derailing the sort of momentum that's been built up that was building around keeping sort of tight controls and regulations on drone use. Right. Kind of an interesting little development. So it's something we're watching. I don't really have a clip for it yet, but I have a feeling we're probably going to hear more about it. And it's and, you know here we are, right? It's our home state.
4: Yeah, well, what they're trying to do here in Washington State, which is also happening in California and a few other states, is I'm they're, sure, yeah. they're trying to get uh, test approval from the FAA yeah. that would allow... Uh, certain airports, like uh, one out in uh, Central Washington, I believe Moses Lake, of Freda, right. t- so they could be a base, a test base, a right? test base yeah. for these for these craft. Yeah, and that would these bring are in- big drones, by the way. I mean, we got yeah. a picture on the enhanced feed. If you're not watching, it's a big aircraft. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is big. Like, uh, and so they think by, so what they what Boeing is basically saying is, man, this industry is going to blow up, and if you guys get to be one of the first few certified testing uh, airports, man, you're going to make so much money. Now,
4: it's a it's a double edged sword. Uh, especially since we're residents of the state and Uh we know that this state was born on aerospace Boeing and we
0: really kind of you know there's a lot of jobs here
4: thanks to Boeing, right and you know and thanks to Boeing and and not just Boeing but you have all these ancillary companies that feed into Boeing yeah parts and uh, interior Mm -hmm. I mean you name it Mm -hmm. there's like for every one Boeing job eight are connected to it. It's crazy <laughs> I'm serious. The I mean
0: circle of Boeing jobs. Boeing
4: jobs. So, you know, when you see something like this, here's the thing. Chris, I don't think we're ever gonna stop uh drones. You know, we, oh, we, no, we're we're no, not. No. So I'm gonna be a little greedy here. If this is gonna happen, oh, happen wow. here, right? Right, oh, I mean, wow. At least we could keep an eye on it. That's it's in our dirty. backyard. That makes me feel dirty. A but little it's in bit. our backyard, right? Yeah, that makes me feel dirty. Don't you want your housing value That's to go like up? Like
0: if you had a daughter and you knew she was screwing her boyfriend, well, at least she's doing it in my house, so I can keep an eye on it. Right? Or so, I don't know, like that way I know that she's not out like getting left somewhere. I mean, where, where are you going with that, Chase? Like, it's like it's like the dirtiest thing, and you're just gonna allow it because well, then at least I can watch
4: it. Yeah, I don't but where are going but, with but, that, then, man. but then what happens is, all right, it doesn't have, you know, it's not in my backyard. Then you're gonna be a NIMBY guy. Guy. Oh, not in my backyard! I don't want it to happen well, here. but it's going to happen. No,
0: because here's the problem: is you know you start getting hooked on that sweet, sweet drone money, and you start to have a little bit different opinion about stuff.
4: Yeah, but you know the government's been doing that forever. They, uh, oh, we're we're not going to raise taxes. We'll just continue the existing taxes. We won't get rid of right. them in three years. Or, right. I mean, this is this is the same game. Uh, I mean, what what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, the thing is, right now the way the economy works and the way things are. This is this is an industry.
0: Yeah, I, I and we do need it. And it's going to be a growing industry, and you're right, drones aren't going anywhere. No. Uh, so something else that's not really being talked about too much is this last Monday marked a pretty big two-year anniversary. Oh.
10: Now, mass rallies have been held across Japan, calling on the government to shun nuclear power.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, Two years ago, uh, this Fukushima. Monday. Yep, it was Fukushima.
10: More protists are expected on Monday.
0: More protists, by the way. More protists. Not no. protests, more protists. Protists. <laughs> These gals cannot read the freaking prompter. But they're really hot.
10: Exactly. (laughs) Two years after, a huge earthquake and tsunami triggered the world's worst atomic disaster in 25 years. The quake and tsunami killed almost 19,000 people and crippled the Fukushima plant in northeastern Japan, causing meltdowns, spewing radiation, and forcing tens of thousands to flee their homes. Well today, all but two of Japan's nuclear reactors remain switched off since the disaster. But the prime minister, whose party fosters pro-nuclear policies to modernize the nation, wants to restart those reactors and maybe even build new ones. But at the same time, the disgraced nuclear power also proves to be the cheapest among other resources. And this could be crucial for reviving the economy as fuels come at least at double prices compared to atomic energy.
0: So Japan, right now, as a result of the disaster, shut down a bunch of their reactors. Right, they had fifty-two nuclear reactors which were all down but two. Right, then Japan scrambled to replace that lost energy production with oil-burning generators.
4: Oh, so let's kill the environment. So
0: (laughs) that, not only that, but that actually, like they believe. Caused some of the oil prices to rise because of the massive increase of oil use on Japan's side. Of course, of
4: side. yeah, that makes sense. So
0: Japan's in a real tough spot here, right? Because they can't just keep burning up oil like this. That's a lot of money. Uh, but their public doesn't want them to turn the reactors back on. So where do you where do, where do you fall down on this as somebody who's well removed? But say something like this happened here. And remember, we have those leaking uh, storage facilities right here in Washington State.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, it's Hanford. Look it up, you guys. Hanford uh, Nuclear Reservation. It's just nasty over there. You know what? I, I can't believe I'm going to drop the 9-11 bomb here, Chris. Wow, but, really? But I'm going to drop a 9-11. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Okay, ready? Wait, hold on. Let me get in the situation room. All right, drop it. All on right, me. so so here we go. <laughs> When those terrorists yeah. hit the World Trade Center, Uh huh. And those buildings came down. Yeah, what are we doing right now, Chris? Well, we're doing a podcast. No, no, no. But what are they? What are they doing in New York? Building a new, like a new big one, big tower. A new big tower. They're yeah. ca- I think they're calling it the Freedom Tower, right? Yeah. It- <laughs> but it's going to be a brand new. It's you know we've seen the artist renditions. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna pretty be cool. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. The memorial is very very nice. I mean, it's 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 gonna. Valuable real Got estate. A real big
0: pond where, yeah. The, yeah.
4: But valuable real estate was lost in that district in New York. And so they couldn't just leave it hollowed ground. They had to rebuild. They need that real estate. So when you look at Japan, you have to rebuild, AKA, you have to turn the reactors back on, or you need, I mean, you just can't stop and switch to something else. They didn't set up portables outside New York because, you know, we didn't want to rebuild a building. All right. What if I submit to you? That we are
0: only a couple hundred years away from the jungle, and I mean, you know, like in terms of technology—not obviously swinging on the trees, but like living in trees. I mean, we are like not that far out there, and here we're playing with something that, if it goes wrong, the impact could be tens of thousands of years, All right? And I mean, we don't even—we we can't even begin to grasp that kind of long-lasting impact. What do you think? Is that—is that worth it?
4: Well then, why did we ever start it in the first place?
0: It's a, it's a tough question. You know what I say, Chase? We well, want to
5: hear your feedback. Of course, you can call us one four two five three one two seventeen fifty six.
4: Leave us your thoughts, comments, maybe something we got wrong, or an idea for a future show. We want all of it, everything you can think of, or you can Skype us. Unfilter show, all one word. But again, the phone works the best. One four two five three one two seventeen fifty six. Talk to you soon. Yeah, I'd like to hear what people out there think about nuclear what, energy. And- what would you do yeah. if you were the prime minister of Japan and you shut down 50 of 52 reactors and now your your, your government is spending all this money on oil? And now you need to find a different way, what would you do? Mm-hmm. We want to hear from, you.
0: and think about you know we could be reaching in a situation where the u s is facing a very big problem of energy shortages, so what would you know there's big impacts
4: there so but let at us least know. at least here in the states you know we're we're looking at many alternative yeah. means i mean hell even, and our oil productions I mean in our backyard, our local p u d is looking at tidal energy well we're lucky here with hydropower, but it's not just way. hydro, but I mean we're looking at all these alternative means, yeah. Uh, solar, solar, well, so I mean, are there? Yeah, yeah, but you know
0: what? Are they? Well, you know? actually, this is actually a really. There's some really good news for Japan.
5: A flame of hope in the Pacific Ocean off Japan's coast. The flare is an indication of burning gas. The country right. responsible for this exploration is hailing it as a breakthrough. The first time natural gas has been extracted from offshore deposits of something called methane hydrate. The substance is essentially gas that's been trapped in an icy cage of water molecules. Although it looks like packed snow, it burns like a candle when heated, earning it the nickname of flammable ice and even fire ice. In recent years, pilot tests have succeeded in extracting gas from methane hydrates found under land ice or permafrost. But most of the planet's deposits lies offshore. In this latest trial, a Japanese vessel drilled into an area 1,000 meters deep. Wow. When it reached yeah. the layer of deposits 300 meters below the seabed, it lowered the pressure, causing the methane and ice to separate before finally piping the gas to the surface. This is potentially game-changing technology. Carbon from methane hydrates worldwide is believed to be double that found in all of Earth's fossil fuels. The seas around Japan alone is thought to hold enough reserves to satisfy domestic consumption anywhere from 10 to 100 years. bit of a range. Natural resources are expected to grow scarcer in the years to come, so this is an absolutely essential development for Japan. The exploration company says it's aiming for production to become commercially viable within six years. For Japan, now the world's largest importer of liquefied natural gas, that day can't come soon enough. Geraldton Al Jazeera.
0: So that obviously would solve some of their issue, but you cannot convert all of those 50, and, and it's not just no. those reactors themselves, but the entire infrastructure built around that. Right. So they, there is some positive stuff there, but it's still, I don't know, Chase, It's I would really like to hear what people think about
4: it. Absolutely. I want to know what you people
0: I have a little, uh whoa, look out, it's a little off-the-record drone update. Uh, here's another story that nobody's really covering. <laughs> it seems to be a theme this week. Uh, I think.
15: With the debate yep, about it's drone RT. transparency well underway here in the United States, it seems that the U.S. has stopped reporting on Afghan drone strikes. What? Why? Why you may ask
4: that's why I was asking
15: well, Senator Rand Paul's filibuster last week showed that the public was in favor of clarifying drone st- drone strikes at home, as our last guest just mentioned, but the Air Force doesn't think that the same standards apply abroad the u s Air Force said Sunday that it will no longer provide information about air strikes carried out by unmanned aerial vehicles in Afghanistan. In a statement made by the U.S. Central Command, the information was reportedly removed because it disproportionately focused on the use of weapons operated by remotely piloted aircrafts. So, in other words, the data they were gathering was paying too much attention on Afghan drone strikes being carried out. So they stopped reporting on them altogether. Now, back in October. Makes
4: sense to me, right? Just not talk about it.
15: Where Air Force chiefs started posting data on drone strikes in order to provide more details on the use of Afghan drones in Afghanistan. However, that seems that the information flowing has finally stopped
0: you know what that is. That's a little jealousy because, well, the CIA doesn't have to report who they kill. So why should we have to? <laughs> <laughs> so oh,
4: not fair.
0: Not fair. Well, uh, Chase, before we get out of here, we got an email. Yeah. And uh, it was on the topic of gun control, which is something that, uh, you know, has obviously been on the forefront of people's minds for a long time now.
4: Yeah, this came from Sideways Sine from the IRC. Writes in, hi, Chase and Chris. I know it's not the main topic being discussed at the moment, but I thought you might find the following statistics from a 2010 study interesting. U.S. population in 2010 is 308 million. The total number of deaths in 2010, 2.4 million. Deaths by homicide, 16,259. Of those, 11,000 were due to discharge of firearms. That means all of the outcry for gun control is over a mere 0.45% of all the deaths in the U.S., who are a total of .003% of the U.S. population. But we can go further to show how much much an issue gun violence is in my comparison. Death by suicide, 38,364. Of those, 19,362 were due to a discharge of firearms. Deaths by heart disease, 597,000. Deaths by falls, 26,000. Deaths by accidental discharge of firearms, 606 which means you are more likely to kill yourself with a 50% chance that you'll use a gun than you are to be killed by someone else. I'm neither an American. Uh, I live happily in Norway without any guns or a fan of guns. However, I think it's safe for me to say that you Americans are focusing on the wrong issue. Anyhow, keep up the great work. I've followed Unfiltered since the beginning, and I also plan to tune in to TechSnap, Last Coda Radio, site by In The Faux Show. Just in case Chris was planning on recommending me to watch those as well. <laughs> Best regards, Sideways from the IRC. By the way, Thanks, all his sideways. miscalculations are his, and he pulled these all from a 2010 deaths release from the CDC. So there is uh, he has attribution. A link yes. Uh,
0: you know, it's not. Uh, Bilbo points out that it's sort of a apples to oranges conspir- comparison in some regards, and I do tend to agree. However, I. I, as as time has allowed uh, me to think more about it, I have become a little more skeptical of the sort of insistent focus on the quote-unquote, uh, you know, assault weapons when they do seem to be disproportionately so minor. And, of course... The oh, ma-
4: yeah. Well, we've talked about that. In, in the main things. argument's yeah. always been, well, yeah. but
0: they can kill in large swaths at a time. Blah, 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 well, blah. we got
4: to get them off the street, first. Right. we got to get them off the street.
0: So, uh... I don't know. You know, folks, uh, one other thing before we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, Chase, we made a, a video recommendation, uh, manufacturing consent. I got a chance to watch that. I didn't, We haven't had a chance Amazon, to talk about it. Yeah. It was on Amazon Prime. It's linked a couple of weeks back turns out to be an amazing advertisement for the show really because it's really about these guys who killed themselves not really but really worked very hard to collect information that we can now collect with utilities like subreddits right and it, it, they really struggle like they talk about how independent media was going to be so vital and the only real hope in their minds because it was pre-internet was local terrestrial broadcast or low circulation magazines and they would have died to have a platform like we have now. So if you yeah. haven't got a chance to go see Manufacturing Consent, uh, it's, it's linked a few uh, few episodes back in the show notes, or you can go search for it on Amazon or probably on Netflix for streaming.
4: Yep, you know. and if you got Prime, free, it's free. free. All right, Mr. Chase. Speaking of the uh, subreddit, yeah, there's a there's something called a subreddit where you know you can participate even if you can't uh, afford uh, your a monthly contribution and being part of this exclusivity. Yeah. Of uh, getting that pre-show audio,
0: right? As we're wrapping up right now, if you're an Unfilter supporter, you know you got a lot more show coming in your inbox. But
4: right, if, if you if you can't, if, if times still are tough, ways you can help out. Absolutely, you can head over to Unfilter dot com, where you can uh, participate. You can submit stories, you can vote them up, vote them down if they suck. Also, you can. Put comments in. Yeah. They are read. Always glad
0: glad to get your perspective on a story because, you know, we always consider everything.
4: Now, Chris, I know you are are fearful Mm. that your Twitter account could get hacked. Yeah. But just in case it does and people want to keep an eye on it for you, where can they go?
0: Twitter.com slash Chris L-A-S.
4: That Mr. stands Chase. for Linux Action Show. Right? You know
0: what? You got that right. Yeah, because that was like the only show I had back then when <laughs> wow. Twitter was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's a long time ago. What about you, Mr. Chase? You on the Twitters?
4: Uh, you know what? Yeah, and my Twitter is not hacked at this point. And you can follow me there at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S, where I, I talk about gaming, technology, and coffee. Changing lives. That's right. All the time.
0: And uh, also podcasting.
4: That's right. I do internet broadcasting at geekgamer.tv where we've just switched over to a new dedicated server. Boom. Downloads are faster. Nice. And what? we did an awesome show about pinball on oh. Sunday. So if you're a pinball cool. fan, uh, Geek Gamer Weekly 231 was all about pinball. That's
0: the one to see. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, don't forget, you can always join us live. We'd love to have you live. And you also get all of those exclusive, exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive? Exclusive clips. Sitting down with the President Obama. Just join us over at TV well, Wednesdays. Not while I'm speaking. Six thirty PM Pacific. That's right. And nine thirty uh, East. Of course, we always appreciate you supporting the shows by using our affiliate links, which are down at the bottom of the Jupiter Broadcasting website or our browser
4: plugins. Oh man, what a show! We'll s- I can't wait. Can, can I times. say? Can I say this part? Yeah. And we'll see you guys again next week.